everyone. Welcome back to the Pregnancy Brain Podcast. Uh, we're on episode three. So excited. Um, I do want to start tonight off on a little bit of a more political note, which is totally not my style. Um, but last night was the Las Vegas mass shooting um, at a concert, a country uh, festival. And I'm a huge country fan, and I could have seen myself there, um, definitely. And I think it kind of scares me a little bit, and part of me doesn't want to go to concerts anymore, or any really large meeting of people, um, sports or anything like that. Um, I think that's kind of my first reaction as a mother, is like, ah, let's not go outside. Um... But that is wrong, and that's not how we should live life. And as a mother, instead of sheltering my children, I feel like it's my duty to change the world. And obviously, I'm 28 years old. I'm not going to go off and become president or um, really change the world in that way. But I've decided that uh, it's our job's as parents to change the world and no matter who it is whether they're good or bad the president of the united states the the activists um these killers who do these mass shootings or even serial killers or um terrorists like no matter who we are every single one of us has parents so i think it really lies with the parents to to raise our kids to to feel compassion and to not to not live in fear but to also not let what we don't know cause fear um and i mean there's there's been a lot going on in the world with the terrorism terrorist attacks and um all these mass shootings and they seem to be getting worse and worse and i don't know if that's just because I'm living in it, uh, but I did watch the manhunt um, about Oklahoma, uh, or sorry, about the Unabomber, um, and I watched that, and that was from back when I was a kid, so I know the world's been a bad place, but I do feel like it seems to be getting worse and worse, and I don't want to sit here and blame it on guns, I don't want to sit here and blame it on Uh, Republicans or Democrats or any of that and I'm not even blaming parents but I do think from here moving forward that we should really take responsibility for how we raise our kids I'm trying to raise my kids to to be compassionate and to be that kid who sticks up for the kid who's getting bullied and to be the person who doesn't notice like oh that kid's got some issues like not stare at it or make it worse for that kid and maybe even go befriend that kid there just because we have differences doesn't mean that we're wrong um same with skin color i know there's uh, a lot of talk right now about kneeling during the national anthem and i however much i disagree with how they're doing it. Um, I don't disagree with the message they're trying to give. And I think it can all go back to the same place as 
is let's raise our kids to be better. Let's raise our kids to have a better world. And that kind of, that starts with us. Even if we've been raised a certain way, God knows I was raised to not like gay people. Um, I was raised, I, w- I don't want to say I was raised to be racist, but as I got older, I realized that my parents had certain racial tendencies um and for a long time I did hate gay people I didn't understand them I I only knew what my parents told me and also I didn't listen to rap music until I was like 15 because my mom told me it was demeaning to women and even if it is slightly I don't think that it's anything we should not listen to or ban um So I know what it's like to be raised a certain way, but I also know what it's like to learn on your own and to figure out my own beliefs. And I'm not a religious person and um, I am a spiritual person though. So I do believe in a creator, a higher being. I believe that there is meaning to life, Uh, but I I don't want to... I mean I'm not political I don't vote either way I'm independent I make my choices based on the people and not the political party Um, and that's how I am with like people of different color or people of um, different sexual orientation is I'm not going to judge you because you're gay or because you're black I'm going to get to know you (laughs) and if you're a crappy person you're a crappy person and I'll judge you based on that. Uh, so I think, like, I want to raise my kids like that. I don't want my kids to think that just because my mom thinks this is one way that this is ha- how it has to be. I want them to know they have to get to know people and they have to have an open mind and an open heart about life and about people and about love. And there's no one way to love. And there is no one right color or one right uh, political party or one white right religion I think there's bits and pieces of right in everything and I think if we bring those together we can really make a change and I just I don't know I just want anyone who's listening dads or moms to know that we really have the control now is we can make a better tomorrow by just instilling some compassion in our kids and trying to teach them that just because things aren't going right right now doesn't mean they can't be right tomorrow. And just because we disagree with somebody doesn't make them wrong. And that kind of leads a little bit into today's topics um, based on pregnancy anyways. Um, I'm the type of pregnant woman who literally as soon as I start to conceive... I follow all the stupid rules out there for pregnant women. No caffeine, no alcohol, um, just everything. And uh, I know a lot of moms aren't like that. I know friends and family who don't live like that. And I'm not going to judge them for it. And I'm not going to judge you guys for it. I hope you don't judge me for being so strict to myself about it. Um, But yeah, I just... I feel like it's no longer my body once I become pregnant, so I kind of just do whatever I can to 
to make sure the person inside of me is uh, comfortable and safe and that kind of sucks because they don't do that for me. <laughs> my, my pregnancies are rough and I'm lucky because I don't end up like on bed rest. I haven't had preeclampsia or anything like that. Uh, but man, I'm sick literally from the beginning to the end. Uh, I'm only eight weeks along right now with my third. And uh, I've thrown up last night for the first time. And I know it's the first of many. Um, I My first symptom that I actually got was a headache. And it was like at six weeks. I had just a massive headache for like three days. And I don't get those normally. So that was really surprising. Um, I also get cold sores when I'm pregnant. Which is so uncomfortable and annoying and embarrassing. Um, but yeah, my, I mean, my immune system is low. So... I just get everything. Um, let's see. I obviously sore boobs is like one of the first ones with me. Uh, and my boobs get enormous when I am pregnant. Like literally they get huge. So going from a B cup to like a full C almost a D is pretty exciting for me. But of course they disappear as soon as I stop breastfeeding. So it's not that much fun. Um, and they hurt, so it's not like they're fun to play with. <laughs> um, so some of the normal pregnancy symptoms, um, by, by, like by trimester, I would say. Uh, first trimester, it's definitely sore boobs. That's the biggest one I've heard from women. Um, surprisingly, needing to urinate a lot is a common pregnancy symptom in early pregnancy and my husband thought it was funny because I'm like oh my god I gotta pee again and my husband's like you're not even big why do you have to keep peeing <laughs> and I had to explain to him it's not it's not just the weight of the child on the bladder it's the hormones and everything that's changing inside your body it definitely makes you have to pee more very early on and the the nausea, I guess, because most women, I guess, don't throw up. Um, they, well, actually, I think I read a study that said fifty percent of pregnant women experience nausea and vomiting, and only twenty five percent experience nausea. So I guess half of us out there do vomit. Um, although everyone I know doesn't. Uh, I had a friend who was pregnant, and she threw up once her entire pregnancy. Uh, I don't think my sister threw up at all during her pregnancies, but she was nauseous. So, it seems like everyone around me has a little bit easier than I do. Um, but the nausea one, I don't know if it's the same for all women, uh, because mine seems to be a little bit more heavy duty. But I noticed that with my last pregnancy, uh, as soon as I would go outside, I lived in the Inland Empire in California, um, so it was like summertime, it was probably 103 degrees. Every time I would step foot outside, I would vomit, and it was because of the heat, because as soon as I moved to the beach, um, I threw up a lot less. So sometimes it's just the heat. Um, I know for me as well, I have to eat all the freaking time. I literally have to snack every five minutes. And if I don't, then I'll eat and then I'll vomit. 
uh, and sometimes it has to do with my my prenatal or my um, my vitamin because if I take that and I haven't eaten then that just screws me up big time um, I'm curious to try the they have um, at Babies R Us and Target I believe now they have these nausea sprays and nausea wristbands um, I've tried the Prego Pops they didn't do much for me so gum sometimes helps though um, and then let's see another common pregnancy symptom early on is uh, cravings I I never really had cravings with my first two I want to say that it, my first pregnancy, I pretty much ate everything because it was like my excuse to, to get fat, kind of. Um, but my second pregnancy, I was a lot more body conscious because my first doctor had told me I got too big with my first. Um, so I was more body conscious. I tried to eat healthier. I tried to be healthier. I, I was more active. Um, but I didn't really have any cravings or food aversions. Um, but this time already, just the other day, it was so gross. I wanted, um, a peanut butter sandwich with jalapenos on it. And instead of doing that, cause I thought that was like over the top weird. I just had peanut butter bread and jalapenos on the side, <laughs> which really doesn't fix anything or make it any more normal. Um, but that's so far like the only weird craving I've had. Other than that, I just kind of want fresh food right now. I don't want anything hot or anything that has to be cooked. Like for some reason that just doesn't sound good. So it's more like salads and cucumbers and, um, fruit, grapes, anything fresh. It's just sounds so much better. So hopefully if I keep eating like that, I won't get as sick. We'll see. Um, another one is your sense of smell, which I really can't talk about because my nose doesn't work. Mm, probably sounds weird to you. But yeah, since I could remember, I really can't smell. Uh, every once in a while, I'll get a good sniff of something. but And if it's like alcohol, I can smell alcohol. Um, I can also smell fish. Those are like the only two things that work. Um, so even during pregnancy, I don't really have a heightened sense of smell, which is probably a good thing because I'd probably throw up even more if I did, especially working in the food industry. Um, but I, I hear that's a big one for women. Um, I've also had friends tell me that, like my friend, um, Amber, I'm pretty sure she told me her mom passes out. That's like the first sign, um, when she's pregnant is she'll like faint somewhere. And that sounds terrifying, but, I, and I don't even know why, like medically, I haven't looked it up or anything, but that's kind of scary for me. I would hope that that wouldn't happen with me. Uh, another common symptom is um, fatigue, and I definitely experiencing that one already. Uh, I nap almost every day now, and if I don't nap, I'm just a psycho. Um, and I sleep, I'm the worst kind of human being because I literally sleep 10 to 12 hours a night regardless of a nap. So then with a nap, I'm like sleeping way more than half of my day. It's <laughs> absolutely ridiculous and unnecessary, but at least in my body. <laughs> um, let's see. I think some women experience like acne. Um, I 
feel like I've heard with boys you get pretty and with girls you get ugly. And so with boys, obviously, you probably clear up a little bit and you don't get as much acne. With girls, you probably break out a little bit more. You get kind of spotty skin. Um, same with hair. With boys, I feel like you get more full, thick hair. And with girls, you don't. Um, but I don't know if those are actually accurate because I've only had two boys. But definitely with my boys, I didn't really break out. And uh, my hair definitely got very beautiful and thick, which is sad because as soon as I stop or actually as soon as I give birth, um, my hair starts falling out. Everything that grew while I was pregnant just ends up falling out and I get all these little gross baby hairs that I try to cover up with bangs. Um, so I, I'm curious if you guys know out there, if you get pretty with boys and ugly with girls, I'd like to know if that's true or not. Or at least with you, if it's true. Um, another one is... Uh, breathlessness uh, definitely true I already ran out of breath a lot easier um, let's see I know later in pregnancy um, I become a total biatch and I hate my husband <laughs> um, I don't know if that's like an actual symptom or if that's just me uh, but with my first pregnancy, I broke up with my boyfriend probably once or twice. And then my second pregnancy, I actually kicked him out of the house for like three days. Um, but so far, I haven't kicked him out yet, but I am only eight weeks. So I feel like it happens more probably around my second to third trimester. And I think it's just partially because he just doesn't understand what I'm going through. So he has like no sympathy for it. He's, he's not exactly um, the kind that's like, oh, let me hold your hair back while you throw up. It's like, God, why are you so loud when you throw up? Um, and he kind of makes fun of me sometimes because he'll ask, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I don't feel good. And he's, and he's just like, oh, whatever. <laughs> so I think he might think I'm like milking it, but I really like... If I could describe how I feel right now, I would say I feel hungover, like permanently hungover. Because even when I step outside, like in the morning with the sun, it hurts my eyes and I feel nauseous all day. And part of me feels like if I bend around, um, if I bend down while I walk around, it makes me feel better because <laughs> my stomach is like in fetal position that way. I don't know, but... Yeah, he doesn't, he's not very helpful in these situations, so that might be why, uh, why I like him a little bit less. I'm hoping this time I can control it and not kick him out, though, so we'll see. Um, another reason that I might dislike him a little bit more is he, he thinks that I get sexier when I get pregnant, partially because I'm carrying his child, partially because my boobs get big and my butt gets bigger, my hips get wider. Um, so he like is ready to go all the time. And 90% of the time, I just don't feel well. I don't want to have sex. Like, <laughs> leave me alone. Don't touch me. Uh, give me my pillow and like go sleep on the couch kind of thing. Um, 
so that might be one of the reasons why we don't get along when I'm pregnant. Um, but he is pretty good and does give me a massage a lot. So that that's sweet of him. Uh, and he'll try to get me whatever I crave if I do crave something. Because he wants a little piece of it too. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if that's just me or it's just because of the sickness, but definitely I don't want sex as much when I'm pregnant, um, all the way up until probably after I stop breastfeeding and then usually I level out a little bit. So that one kind of sucks for him. I feel bad. That's like a whole year that he has to deal with, um, less sex, um, as I, because I throw up literally from the beginning to the end, um, nausea kind of goes away a little bit for me, but I still throw up, so I don't, that's like a all three trimester thing for me, and same with the sex, it's definitely an all three trimester thing for me, um, the hormones and the being upset all the time, all three trimesters, the boobs, I feel like they don't stay sore. They they get sore in the beginning and then they seem to get a little bit uh, less sore until right after you give birth and then it's super painful because they're like producing too much milk and they get engorged and that's just painful. <laughs> Breastfeeding in general is painful. Okay, guys? So let's not be quiet about that anymore. Um... Let's see some other symptoms that people or I, um, the increasing urination also happens at the end, but that's mainly because your, uh, uterus is, and your child is basically crushing, uh, your bladder. So you do have to pee a lot. Um, I think as far as like mainly first trimester goes, that's pretty much it. Um, so if you have any weird ones, I want to hear about them. I, I, I feel like mine is just mainly a hangover the whole time. So I know some women don't experience any symptoms at all. Um, I used to watch that show. I didn't know I was pregnant <laughs> and some of them literally had zero, um, symptoms, which blows my mind, but I have heard that um, something has to be hard when it comes to making a child. So for me and my husband, making the baby is very easy. We get it on our first try usually. Um, pregnancy is the part that just sucks completely. And then birth is also very easy for me usually. So that's, I mean, I feel like that's pretty fair is I get two good ones and one bad one, even though the bad one seems to last nine months and the good ones only last about five minutes. <laughs> um, but, oh well. I can't, beggars can't be choosers, right? And I feel like I'd rather have an easy birth because that's the part that I feel like most women are so terrified about. So I like that mine is pretty easy. I have heard, too, um, that uh, women who get heartburn when they're pregnant have babies with full heads of hair. I've not gotten heartburn with either of my pregnancies, um, and not yet with this one either. 
if my first came out with an entire head full of straight black hair and my second one came out with a little bit less hair but it was like a a light brown still a bunch of it so I don't I don't think that's entirely true and I was really hoping that I wouldn't get any morning sickness this time because that meant it would be a girl since I've had morning sickness and had two boys but I don't know if that's true either because most people tell me they only get sick with their girls and then they don't get sick with their boys or I feel like there's so many wives tales out there that you have to like read while you're pregnant because of course you're googling everything and you're like what does this mean and it means oh my kid's gonna have a full head of hair or it means it's a boy or it means it's a girl and it's like I feel like none of that really made any sense for my pregnancies so I don't know if I believe those wives tales out there plus like I I don't know about you guys but I used to call it a pooch um even when I was young when I was like after puberty, so probably 14, and throughout high school, I was an athlete, I played soccer, and very fit, athletic, but I still had a pooch where my stomach was, um, so it's like lower, um, I could probably post a picture of how far I am right now and show you guys what I mean, because people say that I carry low, and I don't think that that's true. I think my body is just more elastic lower, so it just gets bigger lower. I don't think it's because it's a boy or it's a girl. Um, but again, I haven't had a girl yet, so I don't know if that's exactly true or not. But um, I do have the pooch, so I think that that means I carry all of my babies low, just because that's where I have more skin, more elasticity. Um, I also, I don't have any pictures of it. I could probably take a picture. But I have uneven ribs. Um, I thought I was missing a rib when I was young. Uh, so I had them do x-rays and it just apparently turns out they're uneven. Uh, so my my right side is probably like an inch or two higher than my left side. And I'm not going to lie to you. That is, it causes the worst pain during my pregnancy. Uh, because those your rib cage expands uh, to make room for your rearranged organs and this new eight pound baby. Um, and so like when I had to drive with my first, I remember I had to lean a certain way because there was so much pain on one side more than the other. So I'm kind of curious to know if that like rib cage expansion pain is just for me because they're uneven or if like most women feel that pain because I just anyone who has to go through that it's literally one of the most painful things in all of pregnancy in my opinion probably worse than birth and that oh it just hurts and let's see another crazy thing um, I have weird dreams when I'm pregnant I, my first pregnancy, I probably had two or three threesome dreams. Um, I had lesbian dreams. I literally was going through my first pregnancy and I was like, maybe I'm a lesbian. Because these dreams are like, I'm having a lot of them. 
maybe it's trying to tell me something and then part of me was like maybe I'm having a boy and I'm just full of testosterone so I'm just thinking about sex all the time Um, but it's actually a really common pregnancy symptom is to have really crazy dreams so um, yeah I mean pretty much all sex dreams for me when I'm pregnant (laughs) which sucks because I'm not feeling sexy at all Um, let's see I had with my first pregnancy I also had uh, in the beginning I had a lot of nosebleeds and I think it's just because your body's producing so much more blood Um, but yeah that happened probably at least three or four times and they were bad like they lasted Uh, I also had really bad leg cramps which sucked and my boyfriend at the time, now husband, kept saying, oh, you need to eat more, more bananas or potassium. And so I, I don't really like bananas, but I would eat them. And it didn't help. I freaking had leg cramps all the time in that pregnancy. Um, all the way up until the end. And I don't, I didn't get them the second time. And so far this time I haven't had any leg cramps or bloody noses. So... Hopefully it stays that way. Um, Let's see what else might be a common pregnancy symptom. Uh, Swelling. I I never really had any of the swelling. Um, Mainly, I guess, women's feet swell. Probably because there's so much weight on them that they're not used to. Um, But I never really experienced that. And I... I don't know if salt helps or hurts, but I usually have a lot of salt on my food, so I don't know if that's why I don't swell or if that's why I should swell. Um, Probably one of the less talked about ones is your bowel movements, is they're just so unpredictable when you're pregnant. Like, not the day, like, oh, I have one a day, oh, now I'm pregnant, I have, like, one a week. No, it's not like that. It's more like, today it's diarrhea and tomorrow I'm constipated and the next day I'm normal like your hormones are so out of whack that your bowel movements are extremely out of whack and uh, I don't know if I'm the only one but when I get close to the end I'm terrified of pooping Um, not pooping during delivery but like going to the bathroom when I have to poop and pooping because I'm always like oh if I push hard enough I wonder if I'm gonna push him out um, so it kind of makes me nervous to poop. Like, I don't know if I if I should, because I don't want to cause any problems. Um, that's probably not realistic, though. Just a normal mother fear towards the end of pregnancy. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see, stretch marks. Those are normal. I didn't get a ton. I got pretty lucky. Um, I have them on my hips, like my love handles, uh, on the outside too, not even the inside. So one of them is kind of covered up by a tattoo I got when I was like 19. And I might get the other ones covered up with another tattoo at some point, but we'll see. In fact, maybe I should talk about that a little bit. Is I, I have this weird view of what a mother is. And I got tattoos when I was young, and I used to dye my hair all sorts of colors when I was young, and I had my tongue pierced, and my nose pierced, and my ears, like, all the way up pierced, my belly button pierced, 
And when I became a mom, I took out all of my nose, like I took out my nose ring and half of my earrings and my belly ring. And I haven't gotten a tattoo since I became a mom. Uh, I even dye my hair a lot less. And I just, I don't know, I have this stigma in my mind of what a mom looks like. And I'm trying to break it um, for myself because... There shouldn't be like a little box that a mom fits in. Oh, mom doesn't have tattoos or doesn't get tattoos or doesn't do this or doesn't do that. There shouldn't be that in my opinion. So I'm trying to like for myself and my own mind break out of that stigma. Um, so right before we started trying with this baby, I dyed my hair lavender and it was it was really hard for me. And part of the only reason I did it was because my husband was like, are you ever going to do it? You always talk about it and you never do it. So I'm like, ah, no, you're right. I'll do it right now. So I literally made an appointment that day and went. Um, dumbest $300 I ever spent. I didn't know. That was my first time ever dyeing my hair. So I didn't know it cost $300. Uh, I also didn't know that it would last like two weeks even if you only wash your hair once a week. So that was stupid. But I feel a little bit better about myself because I did kind of get myself out of my little stigma. And I was like, I can be a good mom and still have purple hair. So I feel like I want to get another tattoo after this pregnancy, obviously, and kind of empower myself to, to get back to my artistic... Uh, side probably not with like a tongue ring or anything like that but I've thought about putting my nose ring back in it was always just a small stud and never the big hoop anyways so I feel like I could get away with it I don't know but maybe I'm the only one who has that weird stigma in my mind but if I'm not you guys should tell me <laughs> I don't want to feel all alone uh, okay let's see um, back to symptoms. I know a lot of women towards the end of their pregnancies get false labor, um, or Braxton Hicks. And I don't think, I really don't know with my first, if I ever got them, because I didn't even know what a contraction felt like. I think your first time being pregnant, everything is so foreign to you. And like, if I had... <laughs> Braxton Hicks in my first pregnancy I probably would have freaked out and gone to the hospital because um, that's definitely what I did with my second uh, I did have Braxton Hicks with my second and they would just be so random but I'm like please let me be in labor so I'd go to the hospital and they'd be like no you're fine <laughs> and that was embarrassing I did that at least twice during my second pregnancy so they monitored you for like an hour hour and a half and then they let you go um, but it kind of made me super embarrassed because I'm like, am I ever going to be in labor? <laughs> it's never going to happen. Uh, so let's see. Um, yeah, so I'm eight weeks now. I've got quite a few symptoms. I'm hoping it'll slow down as soon as I hit the second trimester like some women. Um, but if I'm typical me, it won't slow down. And I've come to not love that at all but get used to it so I know I can make it through but I'm curious just 
any anybody listening out there who experience any weird symptoms like the sex dreams or the weird rib cage pain, um, I'd like to to let you guys tell your stories or your s- symptoms. If you want to write me, um, you can write me at pregnancybrainpodcast at gmail dot com, and you could also go on our website. Um, we have a little testimonial or contact page, so you could also just send us a message on there, um, and that's pregnancybrainpodcast.wordpress.com, and I'm going to try, I've only posted one picture on Instagram, but I'm going to try to post more here coming up, um, and on Instagram you can just search Pregnancy Brain Podcast, and you should be able to find us. Um, we did get our first email this week, which was very exciting for me. Um, it was a a lady saying that she likes our podcast, uh, but she doesn't want me to whisper. And even when she turns the volume up all the way, uh, she can't hear me. So I tried to be louder this time. I turned the volume up all the way while I was recording. So hopefully that helps you out a little bit. Um, so... I mean, literally any feedback you guys have for me, I would love to hear it because this is my first time ever doing anything like that or like this. Um, I don't know how to edit anything. <laughs> I'm trying to learn. Um, so if you have any any ideas for me, please feel free to let me know. Um, and I will talk to you guys next time. Thank you for listening. <laughs>